Greetings all. Welcome to the show. It's Saturday, March 13th, and we close out another week in the season of Lent. We have just two more weeks before we enter Holy Week and celebrate Easter. This is when I get my first burst of excitement because Holy Week is right around the corner. And even though this week is extremely busy for clergy, I really enjoy Holy Week. Holy Week is the most important week of our faith. Everything we believe and know and live should and is based on the events that we celebrate during that week. It's the one week that I believe every Christian should double down on their efforts to observe and join in with their faith community to celebrate and pray throughout. With that, let me change topics and draw us to focus on God's nature of goodness today. So a few years ago, I had a chance to visit Uganda as I helped lead a youth mission trip there. We spent two weeks at various orphanages installing solar panels so they can have power and lights. Every time we made a light come on, either in their homes, bathroom, or elsewhere, the usual response from the children was, God is good all the time. This is such a simple phrase and one we can take for granted here in the States because certain blessings have become commonplace for us. How often do you or I give thanks to God for His goodness when we experience the common blessing of flipping on a switch, turning on a faucet, or fluffing our pillow at night, or anything else we might take for granted? Each comes from the hand of of a good and gracious God. Our African brothers and sisters would say that phrase, God is good all the time, for the most trivial things. And to my Western ears, it was hard to hear all the time. To be honest, it got a little annoying at times. And yet it is so tuned in to God's nature that we have a tendency to forget it. God is good all the time. And that all the time is what makes it hard to say. God is even good in those moments when we feel He isn't near listening or acting on our behalf. God is good even then. Towards the end of the book of Psalms, there is a verse that captures this awe-filled thankfulness for God's goodness. The psalmist wrote, "...all creatures look to you to be fed in due season." With your open hand, you satisfy the living according to their needs. Jesus said it this way in John's gospel, I have come to give life and life abundantly. God is the ultimate goodness we are to seek after, and Jesus becomes the tangible life of such goodness. That goodness, the life of Christ, is made available to all of us through the cross because in his death, life lives fully and completely. St. Ambrose wrote, Let us reach with our hearts to possess that good. Let us exist in it and live in it. Let us hold fast to it, that good which is beyond all we can know or see and is marked by perpetual peace and tranquility, a peace which is beyond all we can know and understand. 
Paul, in his letter to the Philippians, wrote of this peace and tranquility when we find ourselves in the goodness of God. Paul considered everything else to have little importance compared to the goodness of God. God is good all the time. A reading from Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 through 9. Rejoice in the Lord always. I say it again. Rejoice and may everyone experience your gentle and understanding heart. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything in everything. Resort to prayer and supplication together with thanksgiving and bring your requests before God. Then the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, fill your minds with whatever is truthful, holy, just, pure, lovely, and noble. Be mindful of whatever deserves praise and admiration. Put into practice what you have learned from me, what I passed on to you, what you heard from me and saw me do, and the God of peace will be with you. Here again, taking words and phrases from this passage, let's get inspiration for our own prayer. Words and phrases I heard are, Rejoice in the Lord always. Do not be anxious about anything. Surpasses all understanding. Fill your minds with whatever is truthful, holy, just, pure, lovely, and noble, and put into practice. Let us pray. Loving God, we thank you for the gift of joy and our desire to rejoice in you. Help us to block out anything that attempts to steal away your joy that is in us. One such thief is anxiety. You tell us not to be anxious for anything but we are anxious over a lot of things. We come to you in prayer to tell you we long to let go of our anxiety, to no longer worry over things. We allow them too much power to steal our joy and not realize your goodness. Keep us from anxious thoughts, and by your grace give us a peace that surpasses all understanding. May we be steady calm and ready in every circumstance, not deterred for anything because of your everlasting peace. May we keep our thoughts fixed on Jesus and be reminded of all that is good, truthful, holy, just, pure, lovely, and noble in your Son and in your world. Grant us the ability to put our joy and faith into practice that our movement throughout this life not only finds favor in your goodness, but also is a source of that goodness as well. Help us to choose wisely the decisions that we make so our joy in you remains strong and steadfast throughout our life. Amen. God is good all the time. If there is anything for us to remember and always have in the forefront of our minds, it's that God is good all the time. Renew your mind, my friends, in this one thought and allow it to transform your outlook on life. My arrow prayer today is, 
May I keep my thoughts fixed on Jesus and be reminded of all that is good, truthful, holy, just, pure, lovely, and noble in your Son and in the world. Join me in making an arrow prayer from your words or phrases that you have chosen. And let us always pray to our good and gracious Father, who not only is in heaven, but also promises to be with us in this life. We are journeying through Lent, praying God's word and listening to his will to come and follow him and discover the one who created, redeemed, and sanctifies us.